Welcome to the very first episode of Between the Scripts. Uh, I am your host, Jonathan Sheffield, and we are being uh, honored with the presence of actor Reed Schmidt. Reed, how are you? I'm doing fine. You're too kind. How are you? I mean, I, I was a preacher's kid. I learned it well way back in the day. Um, and for anybody who, well, anybody who sees this will know already, but of course, we both work on the show Almost Not Quite, the little web series. So before we get into anything else I want to talk to you about tonight, I want to talk to you about what people want to hear, which is Almost Not Quite, we're in the middle of Together Apart, which is our little interim series until we can actually film the actual show. Uh, what's the experience been like so far for you? So far, it's been, it's been fun so far. It's, it's, it's definitely a different take than what anyone thought this summer was going to be like. But uh, sure. after, after the first few episodes we did, I feel like we definitely fell into a groove. So it's been, things have gotten smoother and it's been just as fun. Yeah, yeah. There was a pause there that I'll talk to you about later. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, and you're right in the fact that we, I think we were, so we had cast it, we cast in January and we did a first table read in February, I think like yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And then we were, we were set to shoot in April. That was our first. And then this weird thing hit and then we all panicked behind the scenes. Cause we're like, what the, but we thought, Oh, it's probably gonna go away. But then locations started pulling out and then we panicked more. And uh, eventually I just thought, oh my God, we have to do something. And so I talked to all y'all actors and was like, hey, <laughs> it looks like we're stuck for a little while. So why don't we do this little uh, middle part? Um, and, and luckily all y'all were, were into it. I'm saying y'all a lot. I'm from, I'm sort of from the South, just so everybody knows. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. You would never believe it. Um, well, Chef fooled me. <laughs> well, tell us, so you play one of the central characters. His name is Mark Masterson. Um, what do you, so far, so you read the script, then of course knew nothing, because in this business you get cast and then you shoot it and you kind of learn along the way. So we've had this right. luxury of getting to know our characters uh, more. What's that process been like? What do you think of Mark? Like, would you even be friends with him in real life? Like, just what are your impressions? When I first read the script that I keep on me at all times. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I first read uh, the entire script, Mark was definitely like, okay, he's the nerd. That's the archetype. Mm -hmm. And then as we did that first table read, I got a sense of the deeper levels to him, like not just nerd. And right. then uh, as we've been doing these together apart, I feel like I've discovered even more about Mark and that he's even more neurotic than I ever thought he was. He is so neurotic. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I, I knew he was neurotic, but... <laughs> we but it, it's we like, sent you on like a roller coaster. Yeah. In, in just this interim season, like what you were showing, I want everybody to know, is not one, one episode. That's the full season. <laughs> Because there's a lot to it. Um, but what's fascinating is we, we've been kind of having fun exploring characters during this time. But we have sent you, like, in crazy spots. Did you ever, 
knowing the mark you knew from the script from the original series, did you ever think you'd be going down these weird roads worse than in you? I didn't think I'd be going down the road I did for sure. When I think of Mark in a lockdown pandemic, pandemic, I just, I imagine someone who does everything like by the book. He probably has like a clipboard and a checklist. Like, okay, I have toilet paper for three weeks. I have six weeks of water. <laughs> but instead, Mark just loses all sense of reality. Yeah. I feel like Mark is a guy, uh, when I write him, he's a guy that has cornerstones, touchstones, I guess in his life. And, and I just kept thinking, well, what happens when we take away the certainty? Cause Mark is very much based on, on knowing what he's doing. He's based on numbers. He, and then you take that away. And then what do you get? And you get this guy that has no, I'm just going to use as many different metaphors as I can, uh, that has no anchor, you know, to keep him in place. So he's kind of just going wherever the, the sea takes him. And so you get to play crazy. Um, you, you get to play neurotic. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun writing some new stuff for your character that is taking him in a whole other direction. I think it's, it's going to be interesting because we shot this before we're going to be shooting season one. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of influence that has on season two. Yeah, so is that exciting for you as an actor or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, yeah. just you saying season two is exciting, exciting enough, but. You're telling me, I know. Actually, uh, on my side of things, saying season, t season two is also anxiety inducing. Because so, <laughs> you gotta make that is work. Is it like an actor good luck before a theatrical show? True, true. And please uh, teach people that because, because they don't seem to get it. One of the things, so when we had you read, uh, there was, there I think five actors at the end who read for uh, Mark. And it came down between you and one other actor, I remember. This Ooh, is I, love I know, this is all the stuff you don't, actors don't get to know um, until the director is like locked in his house for months on end. Uh, and it was down between you and one other, but I have to say, and I encourage, of course, everybody to go watch uh, what we've put out for this Together Apart, which is the interim series. Um, you have a very natural way with Mark, which is the comment we get from people. Uh, it is very, you are very just in his skin. Is, is that because you share anything with Mark or why do you think that is? Uh, I definitely share a little bit of a lot with Mark, not quite to the uh, crazy levels as together as hard brought Mark, but I was definitely a nerd. I do enjoy things being structured. I'm not gonna crumble like a napkin when structure's taken away, but, but like, like I, I understand the viewpoint of like of having order, having a form. Yeah. I suppose that, that definitely helps. I think it's helpful also, I think what all you actors uh, end up asking me is, you know, you most of the core cast is based on a conglomeration of people that I know. Um, that are real people in my life. So I'm fascinated. One of these days you're going to meet your, there's two people that make up Mark. Okay. So we'll have to have you meet them and get your, get your, uh, your impression. One of the things I enjoy about you is you're an enigma to me. Um, and one of the things is you, you come with a work ethic that I don't think is always natural nowadays. And when I started discovering more about you, you have a love for old Hollywood. Mm -hmm, and exactly. I think that's part of it. 
I think you you take on the work ethic from old Hollywood days and bring that with you, and that's just not normal. What is it about old Hollywood that you're so drawn to? Honestly, I just think everything looked better back then. True. Is that it's hindsight like, is twenty twenty? <laughs> yeah, a little. You're like, like sure, the studio system was full of abuse, and yeah. the less said about certain rights of different groups back then the better i just think everything looked better yeah the aesthetic was yes. just yeah yes. they spent a lot of time crafting a world that doesn't didn't exist but it looked really good it, yes which is why in any other time where there's not a global pandemic and i i see the barber regularly i have a perfect side-swept parted <laughs> clean-cut hair i love but it i have to throw that to the wind because of uh the COVID, so now I have the long Sydney shag. For real, people need to look at the uh, some of the past episodes because your hair gets very big in oh, yeah, those yeah. episodes. Yes, there, then, I, yeah, I love that about your hair. It works for crazy really well. Um, Old Hollywood, I think, is I have to ask is I also love it very much. Are you drawn at all to Ryan Murphy's Hollywood that's on Netflix right now? I have not seen it. <gasps> I'm I am actually a, a pretty surprised. Cause, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I I haven't really seen any Ryan Murphy shows, so I don't know the guy's work. What? So it's not, is not like I, it's right not like, now? What? What is happening right now? You're interviewing. You right? You've never seen. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know the answers to. True. Uh, true. But you seriously have never seen a Ryan Murphy show. I don't think he did feud, right? Yes. Okay, I've seen brilliant. feud. I've seen feud, but that's because it was about Joan Crawford and Betty exactly. Davis. Exactly, and that it was brilliantly beautiful and well done. And those two actresses, Susan Sarandon and um, oh, help me out. I love her, Jessica uh, Lang. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I love I, what's her name? Yeah, yeah. What's her? What's she's the best thing ever. But you're used to me doing that. I never remember names. <laughs> But, That's right. And of course, uh, the Ryan Murphy show I'm watching right now is The Politician, and Jessica Lange's in that, and absolutely brilliant. And the great Bette Midler is in that. And so, I mean, I just write it down and look up some Ryan, because it's worth it, I promise. But, did he do Amer uh, American Horror Story? He did, yeah, and you like horror, don't you? Yeah, you'd think, but like by the time I thought about maybe watching it, I kind of heard a lot of people saying that I definitely start with season one. It is absolutely brilliant, and I would go for about four seasons. I know it's a lot. What else are you gonna do? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I mean, I, I could read a book or two. <laughs> I love it. Now I have to say that you. I really do feel I was mentioning your work ethic earlier. I feel like your love of all Holly, old Hollywood has seeped into you as a human. And down to, I asked you before we did this, because you're our first guest, what your favorite drink was, because I wanted to have it. And you love a Shirley Temple, which of course is old Hollywood. And so I learned from you. You, you, you have a big glass of Shirley Temple. I do. Gotta have, it's about this much grenadine. And then that one's stepping up. That's hilarious. You, well, you know what I've learned today, because I've only had one once, is that, sorry, 7-Up, but diet 7-Up? Gross. That's all I'm saying. 
but the Shirley Temple, it tastes great. You, yes, exactly. And that's exactly what I did. So I love that. Now let's get back to when I just want to know, like blanket, when did you know acting? When did that just go, oh, that, that makes perfect sense? Let's see. We go all the way back to eighth grade was the first time I went out for something. And it was uh, at my school, the, there was the high school musical, but there's also the eighth grade musical where everyone in the eighth grade had to be a part of it, whether you liked it or not. Oh. <laughs> for Forced weeks. Fun. Yeah, exactly. For, for, you're going to have fun, damn it. <laughs> And uh, for for weeks, my mom was my mom was always like, "Reedy, are you gonna go out for the musical?" No, no, mom. Reedy, you should go out for the musical. I don't want to. You should really do it. No. But uh, unbeknownst to her, I was secretly thinking, maybe. So it was Guys and Dolls. I'd never done oh, a musical before. Nice. And my neighbor helped me uh, rehearse for the audition. And I can still remember there was Daniel. Everyone, Daniel in our class, everyone was sure that he was going to get it because he was like the star. He was going to, he was outgoing. He was going to get the lead in the musical. And I show up like, hi. And surprised everyone by getting that part. So that you was got, fun. You got Sky Masterson? Yes. That's crazy. That is, that's amazing. That already, that role has to just, once it bites you, you're done. Because <laughs> it's okay. great. Yeah, so for, for years, Guys and Dolls has had a very special place in my heart. So fo that followed, that was followed by like the typical high school shows. And then in college is when I really started to enjoy it. Because even though I went for college for film production, uh, my college, Emerson, also had, well, it, fil it was film major. So people were shooting things all the time. So I was, nice, yeah. for fun, I would go audition for other student movies while I was there. And the more I did it, I thought, the more I thought like, you know, I'm glad that I have a, a major I'm working towards for a future career, but I also really like doing this. So it was just, it was like my, my fun little side hobby. That's, and it, which I then, made you move to California permanently. Well, I, I mean, I did work, move to California to like work in the, uh, yeah. the TV industry, but a few years into my time in LA, I thought, you know what? I always liked being in the other student movies. Why don't I try and go out and audition for fun things whenever I can? Right. And, you know, and we all know, we, were, we talked about this the other day, uh, we all know that the reality of the audition process and the working process is uh, there's a lot more reality to it than I think those of us here would like. But you stick to it. You've been here how long now? Uh, coming up on eight years. Whoo, nice. I just passed two. I just passed the two-year mark, right? And so now, of course, you get this amazing amazing show i mean it's got to be everything you've ever dreamed of <laughs> i want to know as an actor as you look at this what's it like what's it like shooting this whole together apart when you know because you you have that whole season that we haven't shot yet in script form you've read it you know mark um what's it like to have to kind of shoot a a a kind of side stories that we wouldn't normally see. These are everything in these people's lives that people wouldn't get to see except that we had to film it. It's fun. It feels almost like it's bonus material for the Blu-ray release. 
That is a great idea. It's like bonus. You get all of this little web series we did. You're welcome. What is your process with getting in touch with Mark or any of the characters you end up playing? Let's see. Uh, it's always a process of reading through, the, reading through the script a few times to get the basic core emotions. Like, I'll be like, okay, I'm sad, and here I'm angry, and then I'm really happy. And it's, it's, just, it's a matter of refinement. Yeah. Like and I, finding I scratch, the truth in that, right? Yeah, like I scratch the surface levels with the emotions, then I go back again and I think more about what's causing the emotions in this in any given scene, and then deeper and deeper until I lose all sense of reality and I become that character. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a very accurate, that is what it feels like to act with you. <laughs> you're, just, you're just all in. Well, Which, I was joking, so I sort of, is that an... Am I supposed to be insulted or complimented with no, that? No, you should feel complimented. Uh, especially okay, because I think as a fellow actor, um, it makes the scene more comfortable when you're with someone who actually is just blanketed in that person and who they're supposed to be. So it gives, I think it gives uh, other actors permission. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times, especially in this industry, um, we are supposed to play a bunch of best friends and yet we don't know each other. So you almost have to have someone that gives the others permission that they can, they can go there. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think this pandemic, if there is any silver lining, it has allowed us as a group more of a bond that I oh, think will be, and I think that's gonna translate even better when we get you know, together in one room in 2034 and we can uh, shoot it. <laughs> yes. I, have, I have faith, if we have to show up like the boy in the bubble, we're gonna shoot, <laughs> we'll shoot it in person. It's gonna get weird, so just get ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. What is it that you, do you have like that secret part of the back of your head that you'd love, love where you'd love to take Mark on this journey? I'm not sure right now. Yeah. Only because I'm not a writer. Yeah. See, I, my brain doesn't understand because I always think of all of the hats. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because actors might not know that part. But I will tell you, as one of the writers, we accept your input. Oh, thank you. But don't get crazy. Just okay. <laughs> well, what I'm excited is uh, Mark is a fun character and so we have way too much fun putting him in situations <laughs> to see well i wonder what and i love people and how people react to each other which is not fun for you actors because it means i really enjoy just creating a situation and then discovering how your characters <laughs> would survive <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of that because i would love to one day be the sort of Bruce Campbell-y person who the directors are like, what sort of terrible stuff can we make him do? Exactly. Like, like I, I, yeah, like I've, I've been down that route a few times with, with other projects. Like long story short, in something else, I once had to eat a banana like a corn on the cob. They were just, <laughs> I could bite right into it. And when That's we were done funny. it, or when we were done shooting it, the, uh, the writers and directors were just like, God, I can't believe we made you do that like 10 times. That is the joy. 
actually on our end of things. Because <laughs> typically we're stressed out most of the time behind the scenes. So we've got to put y'all through weird shit to make us feel better. That's how that Yeah, goes. so my attitude towards the weird shit is bring it on. <laughs> exactly. I love it. And I know that you're a fan of horror. So we'll see what a Halloween episode might look like for us. Oh, yes, please. I need something to fill the void in the back in my heart over the fact that uh, Halloween was more or less canceled this year. I know. And doesn't that sound like just the plot of a movie that Halloween got canceled? That just doesn't seem real. Yeah. Uh, it is the plot of like two of the Halloween movies, but. <laughs> Anything with Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm in. I'm well, in. she wasn't in those two that I'm talking about. Oh, oh. This interview I'm talking is about over. Five. Her character was killed off in between two and four. You should come on. I know, but she she did another one, or she, they were working on another one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Halloween's got like ten different timelines. You got exactly. It goes to Halloween two, and then H two O. You got Halloween that goes right to two, Halloween from two years ago. You got Halloween that goes to two to four to five to six, and then <laughs> the zomb Rob Zombie ones exist. That's that's a very convoluted continuity i would do if i were to write or direct a horror it would be a horror comedy it would have to be so my character would die in the first scene but the rest of the people would be very interesting so keep that right, in mind you get your camera at the beginning and then you're killed off and you run behind the camera for the rest of it Ex exactly it makes my job easier well first of all i uh your work ethic I cannot stop saying that enough about you. It's been so much fun, not only getting to know you, but getting to act with you. So I'm super excited for season two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> so that's what's coming. And, there, and you know, getting paid. That would be good as well. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Isn't that weird? I know. It'll happen. I'm on it. But thank you for being the very first guest on Between the Scripts. I'm honored. But is there anything, anything behind, anything that you think people wouldn't know about what it's like to shoot a web series or what it's like to shoot our web series about any of our actors that you think would be kind of fun to share with people? Don't you love to get put on the spot? Very much so. Something that people may not know. Uh, for every 10 minutes of an episode of something you watch, there's like, 24 hours of waiting around. Oh, true, true. That, that's, that's my little secret. Most of shooting is on waiting around. Yeah, that's what it, or my other favorite thing is our episodes at most are six minutes long. And there have been some times we've all shot for an hour and a half to get, to get six minutes. So, Over multiple days. Yes, yeah, exactly. So it's super fun. Well, my friend, Mr. Schmidt, uh, I can't wait to see more and more and more of you as we move forward. And then Thank soon, you. one day, when we're at the Golden Globes, accepting our awards. So. Not Emmys? Not oh, we have to start at the Golden Globes, because then it'll be right before our movie is released, and then we'll get Oscars. So, okay. I mean, that's where we're... We'll have the Emmys okay. ready. Yeah. There's a plan. There's a plan. Good. So, okay, thank you for everyone who watched our very first episode of, of uh, Between the Scripts for Almost Not Quite. Remember, you're seeing this on Patreon.com, and you can continue to see this by just hitting that little pledge button. You get lots of free goodies uh, just for supporting us. So, until next time, bye. Bye.